Pum pam pam bar. Hey buddy. Hey bud. Hey bud. Hey buds. Hey buddy. Hey bud. Uh, good to see y'all. Nice to be back. Uh, my name is Dean. Welcome to the program. Uh, we have a big show for you today. It's in and around football. We're going to talk how sick we are. The Chiefs We're going to get to some food issues that I had this weekend in and around football. Taylor Swift in and around football. Satan in and around football. Everything circles around football. And joining me to discuss that and much more from 957 Cruise FM. Host of the Locker Room Morning Show on Cruise FM in Edmonton, Mr. Lachlan Cross. Nice to see you. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, I, you know I, what? Dude, I, I'm I, always jealous every time there's football and we chat because yeah. we chat quite a bit on the weekends. Uh-huh. You always go into this whole description about your food and, and what you're making and what you're yeah. eating. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. You're because you got boys in the house, right? Three. Yeah. And it's football so, Sundays, depending yeah. on who's playing. You make what it an time. event. Of course, dude. You have to do that in the winter. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah. Um, so jealous. What'd you have yesterday? What didn't I have? That's the question, because I took a poop today that looked like a gummy bear in the shape of a colon. Um, Might have been the two bags of nibs I had. I ate like an Ooh. asshole this weekend. Just an asshole. It was like football's on. How do you do that? How many times? Let me how often do you do that? Uh, not often. Not often. Because I, yeah. like I took real serious interest in my health this year. Yeah. So... Yeah, I cut down on foods. I'm like, ah, moderate. Don't eat after six. Don't eat before 11. The intermittent fasting, which works, by the way. Totally works. So I was really happy. I lost like 70, 80 pounds in the last like couple which, of years. I don't believe in it. What? Intermittent fasting? Well, yeah. you've never done it. So how do you believe in it or not? Because uh, it. Uh, I don't exactly. believe in it. Exactly. Well, thank you. I'm glad we got there. Thank you. You know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Also, you, you can't believe drink. In you've never if you're tried. intermittent fasting, you can't drink. I've been told that by many people. Ah, fuck that. Just do intermittent drinking. Don't drink it uh, before 11 o'clock in the morning or after 6 o'clock at night. You can be as hammered as you want. Well, I have friends that do a little portion of that where they drink so much and they don't want to kill the buzz, yeah. so they don't consume food. But, I mean, if you're 50 years of age and you look like you're 75 yeah. and you weigh 130 um, pounds and you're 6 foot 2, mm -hmm. you're not healthy. Um, I don't know if that's the that's that's not the look I'm going for. What, heroin chic? <laughs> lumberjack chic right alcoholic <laughs> chic yeah. um no but i ate like an asshole and i was i was i was actually angry at myself like i ate a whole bag of nibs during the first game <laughs> <laughs> like not a small bag either like the big one you get the big That's old fucking dye. yeah it's a lot of red dye i had a terrible stomach pains and i'm like might as well eat some chili so i chased that <laughs> bag of nibs with like two bowls of chili and i'm like oh, i can't possibly eat two hey, giant tell us about the chili Oh, it was awesome. I, I make my own chili all okay. the time. Give, give me little, the chili rundown. I'm happy to do that. You get uh, you go ground turkey, you go diced tomatoes, and then you throw in some beans, usually navy kidney, navy black. Doesn't matter. Maybe some corn if you're feeling a little little lucky. It's gonna say I mean, corn. You gotta have corn in chili all the time. My kid yeah. was like, Dad, if you don't put corn in the chili, it's not chili. So I'm like, Good for him. The chili. You've raised uh, him right. And some smoked paprika, some chili powder, what? lots of gar. Oh yeah, lots of garlic. Paprika. And here's I got a little secret ingredient in your chili. This might blow your mind. Cinnamon, maple syrup. 
Okay. Kaboom! Don't tell anybody. Put a little little bit of maple syrup in there. I'm not going to tell anybody how much. And there's a couple of other other ingredients, but I make the same chili every single time I make chili, and my kids love it. Who are adult men by now? I should stop calling them kids. So that's it. And we did like chili spicy. all day. Is it is it hot enough? That's cayenne pepper. Oh, good, good. zing in there. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. Maybe some chilies. So that was my thing. That was my thing. And we ate like assholes all day. We enjoyed football all week long, kind of dipped in and out of Twitter, watching like, you know, certain arguments percolate. I don't know if you saw this weekend, there was this convoy 2.7 that happened on the weekend. Did you see it? Everybody showed up in Ottawa. It was like 12 people. This was the reunion thing. Yeah. Six on yeah. one side, six on the other. You had like, yeah, dude, I got a video of you. Want to see how hot it was in Ottawa this weekend? Well, I was watching football, eating chili and 15 pounds of nibs while I was doing my very best to give myself like, Type 2 diabetes. <laughs> Which I almost gave myself. Like Come there was on. one, yeah, dude, there was one portion of the weekend where I started to have heart palpitations. It was like about four o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. I'm like, I don't know if I should have eaten two bags of nibs today. See, you you have and I'm I'm jealous of this because I don't do this very often. Like, I mean, once a year. Oh, sorry. I, uh, I I hit I hit play on the hillbilly clip a little too fast. Uh, anyway, I I was gonna say I, you do the junk food thing. Like you'll like you'll come home with a pound cake and eat the whole thing. Like I'm jealous of that. Like I wish I wish I had that bone. I don't have it. I uh, once in a I while shouldn't do it though. Like I know yeah. better than that. Like I you know I I went for a long time this year. I've been really strict of when I eat, and then sometimes I'm like I've got this thing inside me that's like. Eat everything, Dean. Eat everything. Ah. You're you're a victim. You're not allowed to drink. Can't do anything fun. Eat whatever you want today. Yeah. And there's this like, little fat guy on my shoulder. I'm like, shut up, fat Dean. Shut up. Yeah. We all miss like, fat Dean. We all miss Fat Dean's like, do it. <laughs> do yeah. it. Go for See? seven slices of pizza. Do it. <laughs> and I and skinny Dean looks at fat Dean. And he's like, Fat Dean, leave me alone. I feel really good about myself. I got lots of confidence. And then, then Fat Dean looks at Skinny Dean and he's like, you're nothing. <laughs> you're nothing. Have another bag of nibs, fat fuck. <laughs> That's seriously what Fat Dean says to Skinny Dean all the time. All so the time. For me, it isn't. I won't have a terror with junk food. I shouldn't say that. Once in a blue moon, like I'll I'll sit loose down and eat a tray of cinnamon. Loose meat sandwiches. Well, right. that doesn't count. That's good for you. That's protein. We're going to make, we're going to McDonald's for a um, for a McRib gathering. Remind me about that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I do, and I've been working on this. I'd say five plus years now. Is I consume too much. Like we eat really well, my wife and I, and we have forever. And we don't. We're not, we're on we're not on any diets. Hey, listen, but you don't need to shame me. You don't control. need to shame me. You don't need to bring out how well you eat and all the yoga. I do eat really well. I, well, I know I you have lots of bad habits. We eat well, but if I like something, like today, I I had to be out of the house because the wife had to do an interview and she didn't even want me in the house. So she sent me out. So I went to the mall. It's when you and know your just, wife really trusts you is when she's doing an interview in the house and she's like, I love you, but you cannot be within 20 feet of this home. Well, because interview. I have random outbursts of anger and I'll yeah. play with the dog and the dog will start barking loudly. Like I, I just, I, there's a certain amount of chaos that comes with living with Locke. So yeah. she did the right thing. 
she sent me away to the mall. So I went to the food court and I had a, I, I had a bucket of pad thai, like, like a plate. And I sat down and I started eating and I was like, oh, this is too much food. Yeah. But then I just forgot that I told myself that this was too much food. And I ate everything when I'm licking the plate in the food court to get Dude, every food court Thai food thai. is so fucking good too. Like, I don't oh. think people realize Thai Express. You go to Thai Express in the food yes, court. Yes, Thai yeah, Express. Yeah, yeah. And you and put that hot sauce. Yeah, but they give it to you in little thing, and I always get extra peanuts. And like you, I'm like, there's no way I could eat this. It weighs a metric ton. You're carrying it in that little thing, and you're like, fuck, why does this weigh 12 pounds? It's so small. There's so more all the There's more there. on that plate than, than is they allowed in my stomach. But I did it. And now I feel like for three hours, I feel like a bag of yeah. poo, right? And like dude, that's so- how I felt yesterday all day. And then this morning, some disconcerting things in the bathroom. I was like, I should not eat two bags of nibs in one sitting ever. Again. Nibs is a bad idea. Like, I don't know why you would go nibs. Because I love them so much and I'm so weak. You love nibs. I that's love nibs. One. I love really? nibs. Yeah, dude. Nibs. Give me some nibs. Give me some twiglets. Give me candy. I'm not so much on the savory, but if someone said here, here's a Costco size bag of wine gums, I'm going to leave the room and I'm going to come back in two hours. They'd be gone. And mm-hmm. I'd fill that up with oranges and put it in the back of the cupboard and pretend that nobody ate anything. And when they pulled them out, mm-hmm. it'd be heavy again, just because I'm that much of a degenerate when it comes to food. Specifically For me, it's candy. not the sweet stuff. It, it's oh, like God. you put popcorn. So I'll, I'll take the. I drive my wife crazy. I'll take that popcorn. Okay. Yeah. The the microwave one with yeah. all the chemicals in it. Pop it up. Then I'll take a chunk of butter, like an obscene amount of butter, melt it in the microwave, put that over it. Oh, do take, you like soggy popcorn? And then I take, then I go to the, the, worst. the cupboard and I get this, the highs seasoning. Yeah. And I put that on there. So I haven't put enough fat on it to kill me. Now I'm going to add salt. <laughs> and I'm all in. I'll yeah, throw yeah. a bag of beef oh, jerky you like in the front savory. of me. Yeah, see, I like the sweet. Oh, my God. I'll kill you. I'll put, like, candies in popcorn. And I'm like, what are you doing? You can't, you can't mix those two. She's like, watch me. And I'm like, eh, all right. And she does it. And she does it anyway. Made it through the day. Really enjoyed the football on top of eating until I had a seizure. It was um, a good game. It was Both a great games game. were good. Both games were great. Uh, pulling for Detroit, they lose in like horrific fashion. Feel so sorry for Dan Campbell, the entire city. Shouldn't have gone for it on fourth down. But whatever, doesn't matter. Everybody's going to be screaming about it today. So San Fran is through. Huge come from behind win. 27 unanswered points So San Fran. Kansas City who outlasted the Ravens, made the Ravens look like losers. The sweeps. Yeah, dude, I'm so, so, so tired. I'm like I'm like New England Patriots tired of, of the Kansas City Chiefs at this point. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a little torn because we are watching something right now, Dean. Um, this kid, yeah. that Patrick Mahomes is... He's pretty good. He's a bit of a bitch. He's undeniable. Man, is he good. Like, is he a is he a bit of a oh total bitch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, really okay I go back and forth. remember a couple of weeks ago they lost like it was pre- leading up to the playoffs they lost to the Bills and uh, I can't th- I think Tony was offside they lose to the Bills Patrick Mahomes just gives it to the refs clearly Tony's offside clearly he's the reason why they lost the game at the end of the game 
And he bitched and moaned and whined and complained like Tom Brady. And I was like, oh, please don't tell me he's one of those guys that doesn't know how to lose. Anyway, a lot man. of sports guys are like that, though, right? Yeah. Like they're just yeah. they're wired like that. I um, You know what? What kind of ruined it for me? And I don't I don't want this to sound misogynist because I'm not that way. But when I saw an interview with his wife, I was like, Oof. yeah, Stop yeah, talking. she's a lot. She's a lot. Brittany, yeah. Too much. Yeah. And then his brother, Jackson. Who like does those weird TikTok show too? What, Dude, he what got is arrested it? for sexually assaulting a woman this year at a restaurant. Oh, he dude. walks around like yeah, his brother Jackson Mahomes walks around Kansas City like he's the guy, right? And he goes into restaurants and he brother's throws famous? throws his brother's money down, throws his brother's name down. As long as he's got Mahomes on the back of his jersey or on his credit card, he's cool. And so he's been running around like making out with women against their will, and he got popped for it last year. So good, 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 good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, like I said, he's he is fun to watch. Yeah, I, I wish you, again. It's part of that. Don't get to know your heroes. We've had this conversation multiple times, but totally. Unfortunately, um, there's too many of these guys, and that that's the thing. It, it's a good reminder, though. It's a healthy reminder. These are just normal people with normal flaws. They're just really athletic and good at doing that one sport. Like and really that's all good. they did. Like so they Patrick Mahomes really has been dumb. in the league for like six years. <clears throat> this is his fourth trip to the Super Bowl. He's won twice. This is insane, Dean. How uh, old is he? He's like 25 or something like that? He's 26 now. Yeah, 26, 20, 27. 26. Yeah. This is oh, his sixth. Yeah. This is his yeah. sixth year in the league. His fourth trip to the Super Bowl, and he's won two, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and the that, only Super Bowl he lost, insane. if you remember, was Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, if you remember that correctly. The Lions just watched lost. They haven't been in a playoff game at home since what? 1958 or something like that? 57. <laughs> so you get a sense of where where well, he they, stands. They, they hadn't been to a conference final since 57, since prior to the AFL NFL merger. Yeah. So, you know, like Jared Goff, he had a chance to go back to the Super Bowl. Uh dude blew it. Well, yeah, he didn't really play well. You get him out of the pocket and he sucks. Um, Patrick Mahomes has been to the Super Bowl four out of his six years in the NFL. That's why I'm you torn. Players that like will give, they'll say, listen, I'll sign for the league minimum. Just give me a chance to sign with a team that has a chance to get to the Super Bowl. This dude just keeps going back. Boom, boom, boom. And doing it in the most unlikely ways. Like if well, you look at Patrick Mahomes this year to get to the Super Bowl. With this he team. Had to, he had to go through a minus 50 game in Kansas City. Yeah. Then they had to roll into Buffalo and beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Then they had to roll into Baltimore and beat Baltimore. And they did it all. So give credit where credit's due. But no one's talking about any of those things today, which is fascinating. You know why? Because Taylor Swift. It's insane it's to me. It's all Taylor Swift. Are you annoyed by her yet? No, not at all. Okay, I think I it's am. awesome for the league. Dude, we put up a story today, and I want to draw your attention to this. Is so for every fragile male ego. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of negative. Well, I might be one of those the negative assholes male. are louder than the positive assholes. That's why. I think I think people are annoyed. I think people who are in the in, in football are annoyed by it. By what? I just Tony Tony Roma. He he looks like he's annoyed. Oh, of course he is. during the games. Yeah, yeah. He keeps mocking him. He's like, uh, "That's his wife in the court. I mean, girlfriend, Mister Swift." He Didn't kept they calling catch him Travis on Kelsey, Mister Swift. Please go away. <laughs> yeah. I think that happened. 
to your last Tony's mad. Tony's just mad because like he didn't get a chance because he dated Jace, Jessica Simpson before she went nuts. If you remember that, and it was like uh, back in the day when she Tony Romo was a player, rails, right? Yeah, yeah, she went crazy. So she was like Tony Romo's girlfriend for like I don't know a couple of quarters of football. She shows up to the game and Terrell Owens started crying after the game because they lost. Someone was like, you think Jessica Simpson was a distraction? This is Jessica Simpson who just sold plus size clothes for a long time. I was like, whatever. Do you think Jessica Simpson was like a distraction for Tony? And he's like, that's my quarterback. If you remember that, he started crying. He goes, that's my quarterback. I didn't know that was over Jessica Simpson. That was over Jessica Simpson. All the time. It was so. Anyway, Tony's mad because Jessica Simpson is no Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift is the biggest star in the fucking world, dude. The world. I'd like, I, so she I like her. Is Michael Jackson is like at a zenith. That's I like how huge I, this person. I like her. I don't get the Believe level it? of fame with what she does. Well, it let me doesn't tell you, add up for me. A conspiracy and, and, afoot today, okay. too. Okay. okay. So not only we'll get to the fragile male ego of people who said, I couldn't enjoy the Super Bowl because I couldn't enjoy championship weekend because Taylor Swift was on my TV nonstop. I'll address that in just a second with some science. Everybody will be happy, and then you can mock all those wieners. She's on the TV all the time. Every time I turn the TV on, they got the camera on her. No, she's not. I'll I'll show you how much she was on TV this weekend, and you're going to have to eat it. They're showing her more than they are the game. No. Yeah, they are. Totally are. It's annoying. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's just address that and then we'll move on okay. to right. the other conspiracy stuff around. Cause this is awesome. The whole Super Bowl thing is awesome. Um, two things. The NFL fucking loves Taylor Swift. Do you want to know why? Let me show you something here. This is from Cryer Media today. Just went up. Chiefs by a billion. The NFL reportedly generate three hundred and thirty two million in revenue because of Taylor Swift is a weekend. <laughs> How does that translate into dollars? Uh, well, that is the dollars, right? Three hundred and thirty-two million of them. Uh, ticket sales, viewership, sponsorship, oh, I, money, okay. all yeah. the stuff that comes in. It's it's the overage of a non-Taylor Swift playoff game to a Taylor Swift playoff game. It's three hundred and thirty-two million dollars. That's fucking unbelievable. So there's that. She's really important in the NFL. So of course. Everybody's talking about. I guess it she's bringing rigged. a younger audience to the game as well. Well, hang on, she's talking about it being rigged, right? Like everybody's like, the NFL. The only thing they care, which is true, the only thing they care about is ratings. The only thing they care about is money. So Roger Goodell is going to do everything he can to put the Taylor Swift team into the Super Bowl with whoever else. San Francisco. It's in California. So the fix is already in, according to a whole bunch of people. They think that this is this was supposed to happen because only Roger Goodell. Uh, is controlling everything, and he's the puppet master. But there's a deeper conspiracy theory. That's not even the conspiracy theory. Do you know what the conspiracy theory is today? You're going to love it. I have no idea now, but it's Taylor Swift related. Correct. Let me bring this up. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, presidential hopeful, claims Super Bowl will be rigged for the Chiefs to set the stage for Taylor Swift's Biden endorsement announcement. Is that happening? That's happening during the game? No. She might not even be at the Super Bowl. No, she's apparently flying back from a show in Japan for it or something like that. Tokyo, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm embarrassed that I know that. I know. You told me that today, I think. (laughs) Let me finish. So I'm going to recap. There's a section of NFL fans. By the way, I I think she's been great for the league. It's never a bad thing to look at Taylor Swift on the television. I'll tell you how long she was on your television this weekend for the whole second. game. I don't. You no. don't need to tell me. Yeah, it's, right. it's okay. All I saw. 
As always, the Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by our friends at factcheck.io. Factcheck.io, do you believe? The good people at FactCheck are a quorum of software professionals, psychological professionals, journalists that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information and alternative sources. And there's going to be a weapon button too, where you can turn that information around and put it back out there accurately to combat disinformation. The good people at factcheck.io are right now testing their beta version of their free program. Yes, it will be free for anybody who wants to use it. They want to battle disinformation because it is a problem. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. The world's most robust fact-checking disinformation software for news, social media, video, print, anything spoken word. These people are on the tip. And they use some of the finest software technology to be able to give you the advantage when it comes to getting agency back in your life, when it comes to information that you read. Go to factcheck.io today for more information. Sign up for the beta test, F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K dot I-O. So, okay. So anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Is there are conspiracy theories that are like, hey, this is just about the game being rigged so the NFL could make the most money and they just wanted to put Taylor Swift's boyfriend in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's a mainstream argument, right? Like, not that the 51 other players, all the referees, judges, linesmen, professionals that run these games are like, what? No, 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 no. That's the mainstream conspiracy. The That's... offshoot conspiracy theory about Taylor Swift, and this is awesome, is that, and this is great, Satan, hang on, bear with me. Satan is using Taylor Swift to destroy Donald Chance's Donald Trump's chances of becoming the president of the United States again. Because makes to, sense though to Vivek Ramswani's point, Vivek the guy who's like massive conspiracy. They want to put Taylor Swift in there so she has a, a platform to announce her endorsement of, of Joe Biden for president, and that's unfair, which, by the way, it is not unfair. I think that'd be fucking awesome if she did it. So they think... Is she political? Say, no, not really at all. But she's I going think she to, does like a uh, make sure you vote thing, yeah, but I don't she think she gets political. No, not really. So okay. anyway, that conspiracy theory, the one about announcing Joe Biden and they're working with the NFL to get the Biden endorsement, is now meeting up with the satanic tool conspiracy theory that she's a tool of the devil that practices witchcraft and she's cast a spell on millennials so that they can keep Donald Trump out of office. Well, that, that makes that makes real. sense. Now I'm on board. <laughs> Once you brought in the millennials. Uh, ah, more proof. I'll give you this. This is one of the greatest tweets of all time. I put this out today. This is from a lady named Candace Taylor. She said, I tried to warn y'all back in October, the influence of Taylor Swift on our youth with witchcraft was demonic, evil, and Luciferian. Of course, Satan wants to use her now to elect Joe back into the White House to destroy what's left of America. No surprise here. Actually, that would be quite the surprise. 
if she was a tool of the devil who is practicing witchcraft to win an election What's for Joe Biden. On? Is she like, is she, that would be a, does great she have surprise. a job? Like, who is that? that I don't know. Tweeted Candace that? Taylor, just some woman here. She is again. Uh, she's a governor candidate, the Georgia governor candidate. She's a Christian what wife, is... mother, educator. Uh, she's also the host of Jesus, Guns and Babies. I don't know if it's necessarily that order. I have a feeling she's hosted a couple of is guns. A, is that a podcast? I need to listen to that. This is crazy. host of Jesus, Guns and Babies, and the co-CEO of the Voice of the People Media, Candace Taylor. That this doesn't sound racist at all. No, uh, this is her saying, did you really praise your fans? This is to Taylor Swift for making videos with your music and casting spells. What's wrong with you? I was a fan from day one, and I loved how much you grew in your singing ability. I love that you write your own music. My daughter's growing up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she's one of those. She's one of those crazy, crazy religious people. That's... But they, Dude, and so now there's... What's going on? Now the political machinery of the GOP is pushing back against Taylor Swift because they're buying into this, and they're all forwarding this information because... Do you, and this is the truth, dude. She is that powerful that if she endorsed Joe Biden... After the Super Bowl, prior to the Super Bowl, in and around the Super Bowl, if she went on a tear, that is the most famous human being in the world. In the world, without question. The most mm -hmm. loved human being in the world, probably. Like, I don't think Jesus is that loved because there's a whole portion of people that can't stand him, like Muslims. She's going to tip. And, and you know what? Republicans know this. They know it. They know that she's going to come after. This and so is crazy. Any way they can turn, I think it's hilarious. Any way they it's can crazy, turn her though. into it's the satanic devil and any way they can they say that she's an enemy of the NFL. I mean, it is awesome to watch. It's truly fucking fantastic. And she's just the girl next door who happens to be a billionaire and the most famous singer, songer, songwriter, dancer, fucking artist in the world. Like so that's all she is. I saw something this morning and we talked about it on, uh, on the locker room and so I don't dislike Taylor, right? How can you dislike her? I, I don't, do I don't dislike wrong. her. I know some people hate her, right? And, and, and whatever. You can like what you like, dislike what you like. I don't care. Uh, but I don't hate her. And, and again, like I said, I've heard her songs. They're catchy. I, I've, I've admitted that I don't understand. There's a lack of balance there in the whole thing. Like, she's that big. Like, the Beatles, I kind of got. Like, I understood that. This I don't get, right? Led Zeppelin, I, I kind of get that, and right, like I sometimes there's just this this unevenness in the world that doesn't make, and this just is one of those things, right? I have a similar feeling about Foo Fighters. I think the Foo Fighters are okay, but you don't I, understand why they're as big as they are. I don't. Dave Grohl's a really nice guy. Like I don't. I got Nirvana. I don't get. The Foo Fighters, like, I don't know what it is. When I sit down and I listen to stuff, I, I'm listening to it from a different perspective. I but I, so. when we've, when I've mentioned that on this podcast, I've let, I've literally had people write me page long messages on Twitter and Facebook trying to get me to understand Taylor Swift. Like the Swifters. What do you mean trying to get you to understand Swifties, not Swiffers? That's a oh, vacuum. Yeah. The Swifters? Swifties. 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 So anyway, I'm, I will say this. I think that the, the, the girl next door, the nice thing. Yeah, I do. And I'm not saying this to disparage the woman. I think that's a bit of a facade. I think she is a tycoon behind the scenes. 100%. I think she's a very organized, wildly intelligent, 
do not mess with her kind of girl. Do you heard about the AI pictures? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's some kid and, and, out of, uh, I believe Canada, if I'm not mistaken, was in Toronto. So yeah. she went on a rampage and started suing and, th and she's got more money than God. So yeah. she started suing all the companies that were letting those pictures get uh, circulated. Now, just to recap, uh, you're talking about a gentleman, a young man that owns this AI uh, platform. And what he does is he creates dirty AI movies yes. with famous people's faces. And he did one with Taylor Swift that I have to tell you, I did see some of them. Some of them looked way too real. I that's what I way thought. too real. Oh, you that's saw it too. So I they watched. I only researched it for like three straight days. So, <laughs> so they they tracked it down. However, they do it. Yeah. Found out who made the thing, and they are going after this guy. And I don't know what that means. Like I don't know what happened. That means that guy will never new. be allowed on the internet again if she has her way. Seriously. Like I I don't think there's certain people you just don't mess with in the world, right? And I would put Taylor Swift on that list. Uh, and I listen, I'm not saying that to 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 make her sound evil or anything. I just think this guy that was a serious misstep. Oh, he might have yeah. might have made a huge mistake. <laughs> she and I don't think it's going to be one of those, "Hey, well, just write her a nice letter and say you're sorry." She's yeah, going to bury guy. So Taylor Swift is reportedly considering take, taking legal. This is from Exclaim Magazine. Legal action does. against Toronto man who's been accused of creating and spreading explicit AI-generated deepfakes of her on X. Uh, the alleged creator, Zubir Abdi, made his X account private amidst the accusations. Uh, Swifties attempted to leak his address online. There's a, there's a group of people you don't want to get in their way, right? Swifties, they'll get you. They'll get you every time. Uh, quote, just need a list of possible addresses, confirmation, so we can finally take that freak down, Walt wrote one Swifty. Abdi lives in Scarborough. These are people from all over the world that basically tracked this guy down, outed his name, and found his address, his home okay, address. Okay, I didn't read that part. Yeah. So it was the Swift. It was the Swifters that went after him. Yeah. Uh, oh, although awful. it hasn't been confirmed whether Abdi was the one who created and shared the images, Newsweek reported this week, they've seen a tweet posted before he went private that read my Taylor post went viral and now everyone is posting it. I guess that's maybe what you don't want to do if you don't want to get caught. Hey, I did that. Viral images in question featured Swift and suggested positions at Kansas City Chiefs games. <laughs> Some of those are actually pretty funny, actually. Uh, she's been attending regularly with Travis Kelsey, according to unnamed sources. The pop megastar is not only thinking about suing the creator, but also is going to fund laws to be implemented against deep fakes. <laughs> when you can fund laws, you got a lot of money. Or she's paying people to dig a big hole to put them in. <laughs> like this guy's going down. <laughs> he may never see the sun again. I'm almost more afraid of Swifties than I am of like trolls and bots, Russian trolls and bots. Like, I legitimately think that Swifties and Taylor Swift and the movement of Taylor Swift is like, and listen, do I like her music? A little bit. Do I respect what she's done? Totally. Dude, I love great resentment theater. Everybody knows I love a little schadenfreude, right? Here's a great story about Taylor Swift. This woman, woman, 
had this uh, Justin Bieber's old manager, Scooter Braun, bought her old back catalog, basically stole it from her. And she was mortified a few years ago. So she's like, hmm. So she re-recorded every single album from front to back, every single song, and changed just enough of it that they became original compositions. That's what I'm saying. There's more than a couple of examples of why you do not mess with this woman. Don't fuck with this woman. She re-releases every single one every few months, and it is number one, and she makes a couple hundred million, and that other catalog is worth less and less and less and less. less. So that guy's out 300 million bucks, and she's sitting on... I don't know, four billion that she's made. Just he got on the wrong music. side of her, and she creatively sunk him. Totally, totally. And keep in mind, this is the same woman. She's not like her resentment comes out in her production. That's this is one of the reasons why I respect Taylor Swift and really like Taylor Swift. She sued a guy that grabbed her ass. Remember this? I don't remember this. He's a strangely a radio guy in Colorado at a, one of those like. <laughs> oh, I do remember pictures. this. So he reaches over and grabs her ass in a in a, uh, in a meet and greet. Yeah, she accuses him of doing it. He sues her for accusing him. He she sues him back. She he sues her for millions, right? Because he just wants money. She sued him for one dollar, and one, like just like was like fuck you. I'm going to make you look like a greedy prick, and I'm going to prove that you did what you did. And he's lost his job, and he's no longer working, and he'll never work again. I think he had that's, to register as a sex offender, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that's, that, but I think that's uh, that's awesome. I, I don't fuck with Taylor Swift, everybody. Just keep it on the down low. And radio people are morons. Yeah, the Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by FactCheck.io. FactCheck.io, makers of the world's most comprehensive fact-checking software that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information so that you can give yourself agency over information in the age of disinformation. Again, want to beta test their product? They're going to launch it in the next month or two. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K. .io. Back to the show. How long was Taylor Swift on your television, do you think, on the weekend? Um, okay, how long is a game? Three hours, nine minutes. An hour. Hour and 20 minutes. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is from CBS this weekend. Uh, game time was three hours and nine minutes. Taylor Swift was shown seven times. Duration was uh, 44 seconds. Out of the three hours, nine minutes, she was on television for 0.39% of your broadcast. Sir. So I was I was a little, a little off. off. Yeah, not much. Yeah. Other notable TV moments from this weekend, people making, serving, and eating crab cakes, 27 seconds. <laughs> Dolphin sharks, jellyfish in a local aquarium on behalf of the teams, 24 seconds. Brittany Mahomes was on for 10. John Harbaugh. His brother, Jim Harbaugh, was on for five, and Ravens coach John Harbaugh on for four seconds. Uh, there you go. That uh, The source is, quote, me with a stopwatch, but that has since been confirmed. She was on your television for 0.39% of this week's end's broadcast, approximately 40 I have a tough time total. judging time. Um, every time we have a staff meeting. <laughs> Dude, just say you're wrong. Just say you ginned it up. Don't say you have a hard time telling time. I do. I do. I, I, have, a, I have a weird concept of time. It just it's, it escapes me. Every time we have a staff meeting, my co-host Grant, every time I start talking, he's got to stop watching. He times it. 
just to see how much of the meeting that, um, so he marks like the start time of the, he'll write it down and then he'll just, and then he does a percentage of how long I've talked during our meeting. And you then he gives be me in the a little 30, report. 40% range, right? You, you're probably in the 30% range. There was Most one meeting that was, I think, like 33 minutes long, and I talked for like 24 minutes of it. There you are, pissy about Taylor Swift on your broadcast for 44 seconds. Eh? The old monopoly. Yeah, and wow. Then Jimmy will sit in the corner and go, Grant's timing you. Anyway, I, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. It's in two weeks. It's going to be in Vegas. Vegas, you got 58. Fran, you've got Kansas. You've got Taylor Swift. Everybody will be there. The greatest show on earth. I love and maybe Super Satan Bowl. makes an appearance and he endorses when Taylor Swift endorses Joe Biden. That would be a lot of fun to see, too. It is a little scary, though, that we live in a world where somebody legitimately believes that... Taylor Swift was put on this planet by Satan in order to reelect Joe Biden. A lot like, of people believe that. That's crazy. Same QAnon people. You know who believes that? All the Joe Rogan people believe that this morning. The Rogan, the Rogan crew, the Roganites, the Roganettes, which, by the way, cannot listen to an episode of Joe Rogan anymore. It's like he's lost his fucking mind. <sighs> uh, see, you know what it is? Okay. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. I think you and I talk about it from time to time. Like, fuck, is he the only guy that podcasts that hasn't moved on from fucking COVID? Seriously. Is he like, is, is he the only dude who it keeps stems, having to go back to the yeah. fucking COVID vaccine bullshit? Well, like, is he, it's like, it's, it's almost like, cause it's true. Guys like him, JBP, conservatives, GOP mag it's almost like they they have nothing else because they don't and they can but they keep beating this fucking drum like yeah. I'm through it dude everybody's so, through it I try to listen and consume stuff I and I swear I swear to people that I try to consume it from the perspective of trying to trying to see and hear and digest information that, that I might not agree with to have an understanding of why people get where they get and, and why they, they think the way they think. Because in the last couple of years with this podcast, I have felt like one of the things that I can do with the way my mind works, and, it, and, it, and sometimes it backfires on me, but the way my mind works is by having an understanding of what it is that they're how they're thinking, I might be able to find some middle ground and do you know, you know what I'm saying? And keep a conversation going. No, instead I don't, of I just don't know what you're saying people. at all. I, well, you're talking about public discourse, like having these conversations. No one's talking yeah. about it anymore. No, one talks no, no, about no, fully. no, no. But I'm talking about just like, I'm kind of in the middle. There's the left and there's the right. So I, I try to consume information from all sides to, to get a sense of where everybody sits to sort of see if I can explain why we're at where we're at. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Oftentimes I'm confused. So I still listen to Rogan. I'll be honest. I'm not the smartest guy. I still listen to Rogan, especially if he's got a guest on that I enjoy. 
or if he's got a guest on that might have a conversation or have knowledge of something that I don't quite understand Mm -hmm. because he does do a pretty decent job of negotiating a conversation and an interview with people and bringing information out. The thing I've been finding with Rogan lately is he keeps weaving in this. The left is the cult, the, the, um, the just, it's, it's woke shit. Is he going after woke shit? Yes. He just can't let it go. And have you, can I ask you a question? Have you ever yes. run into one of these people that they speak of that's out there to ruin the world with their kindness? Well, <laughs> have you run into that's anyone? just it. Like, I mean, how many people do you know that are but belong to the leftist cults, Joe? Like, and well, uh, that's he's- the thing. Like, when 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 you if you back up right and you hear people talking about these hippies that want to make your kids have sex with their teachers, right, or these people that are out there jamming their lgbtq flags down i've never i haven't met any of these people yet no i haven't seen one of these 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 woke terrorists i ha- i've yet to i know I, I haven't either. i haven't met one i've met crazies on both sides yes that we use to mock like we hold them up like mascots for idiocy and we mock each other with them and say that's on your team that's on your side but i have yet to meet one of these woke cult gangsters. I've yep. yet to meet one. I've yet to see it in action. Like, I don't know where these people are. Anyway, it's making everyone, you know, forget their pronouns. And, and yeah. it's like, there's this, the, there's like no one's ever come to, to me and said, if you say fucking Merry Christmas one more time, I'm going to, I'm going to slap you. That, like, that was one that, that I, that brought up. Like I, like the it's Merry Christmas thing. Yeah, like I never got that either. Like why are like why are people mad that they can't say Merry Christmas? I've They're never not. had a problem. They're not. I've done it in Walmart. I've done it at Tim Hortons. I've done like, it at a mosque. I've done it on the air. Merry I've like it, yeah. like I don't know who's mad about Merry Christmas. So or, why is he so mad? Is he still pounding? I on- don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. I and I. Honestly, and and I joked about this a couple of weeks ago when we were making our picks for the uh, for the for the celebrity death pool. I said I might put Rogan on my list because every time I hear him talk, he talks about all the things he takes. He's constantly on something. Yeah, and like I'm like, what do you like? How do you even eat a meal in a day? Because it sounds like you're filling up on all these pills. Like it, I like. I'd like to see his routine in the morning to see what he ingests. Oh, is he? I don't listen to his show anymore. But does he? Uh, is he still like the front of his show pre-roll? Mid, they're called, by the way, podcast commercials are called pre-mid and post-roll. In those the way commercials, they do them. What is he selling? Like, is he selling pills? Like the pills give you a boner. The pills give you more testosterone. The pills, the pills, the pills. Alpha brain. He brain takes power, stuff to make stuff. his yeah, neck yeah. stronger. He takes stuff to make his skin cleaner. He takes stuff to do. I'm exaggerating, but he is every time he starts talking about vitamins, he will rattle off lists of stuff. And I'm like, this guy's on every chemical that's ever been created to fix whatever problems you have with age. Like he's got a magic potion for everything. And I'm like, sooner than later, that's all going to backfire on him. Plus he's hopping in cold water, which can't be good for your heart. Like he talks about how he does the cold plunge every day. That's going to kill him. I, you know what? And again, I also, and I don't know this for sure. I think he's a heavy pot smoker and I've 
told you about, and listen, let me, let me just preface this. I drink every day and I realize that that's not the healthiest thing in the world to do. And I should not be judging anyone and, and whatever you're using to get through your day, if you're using it as a coping mechanism, you do it right. Good so for if, you. if you need a little smoke or you need a little drink or whatever, right. I am not going to judge you, but I have noticed characteristics on my time on this planet of people that smoke a lot of weed for they look a great. lot of years. Yeah. They look well, great. Like Joe. Yeah. 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 No, I just think that there's something happens. There's a switch that goes off where everything not, becomes dude, a conspiracy you, you theory. You keep saying that. That's not true, dude. I know not a lot wrong. of people that smoke a lot of pot that are terra firma. That, but, but to your point, like let's look at this picture of Joe's face. Like this guy's shoving all kinds of weird supplements that he actually sells. He hawks and gets paid to sell them. And by the way, that faux wellness bit, the whole like these supplements, no one wants you to know about them because they're so good. They are a blithe on humanity. Like you talk to any real wellness expert, like a doctor, psychiatrist, psychologist, they're like, it's all kabuki. It's just bullshit. It's like yeah, you got it. You got placebos. Be, that that's I, I like. I think Joe's more dangerous than just like. Oh, dude, the shit that he hawks in his commercials that he gets paid millions of dollars a year for on top of it. None of it is approved by the FDA. It's all like fuck. Be careful on that because I don't think that's necessarily. A lot of it is okay. not. A lot of it sits in this gray area where it's like it's not a narcotic, but it doesn't have any benefit. It's just like it's like horny goat weed and dumb shit like that. Where Which, like, by the way, works. Totally works. But you way. want a rager? Get some horny goat weed. I've it tried works. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horny goat weed. That and Viagra for bulls. Although you have to be okay with having a boner <laughs> for three days. He's kind of like the Gwyneth Paltrow for men. He's yeah, like yeah. the bros. <laughs> He's kind of like the goop for boys. He is. Yeah, he's he's like Gwyneth Paltrow. Goop for men. Goop for boys. He's like the Gwyneth Paltrow, but with all the other... That reminds me, I have to cancel my email subscription to that. Goop. Grant signed me up for Goop, the mailing list. So yeah, Grant signs all kinds of people up. Like, I'm still on the guys with small dicks. Wait, uh, like, like email list. Yeah, dinky ones. He swears dinky. he didn't sign you up for That's that. That's bullshit. I know he I did. I also get emails from dinky ones because yeah, of Grant. I, do you have a little one again today? How's your little fella? That was another title. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, but look at his face, dude. Like, this is... Dude, he does not look well. Like, he I, looks ashen, gray. His lips look terrible. If anybody's been His listening to him lately, if you if you listen to him, I listen to him. I, I still do. And I've just noticed a real trend in the last, I'd say, I'd say six months. He's just not letting go of stuff. He just he's always trying to weave the conversation, no matter who he had. He had um who's the 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 Asian comic? Bobby. Bobby Lee. Bobby he's Lee. hilarious. He had Bobby Lee on, and they spent like 30 minutes talking about COVID and California and, and utilitarian governments and, and Joe Biden's an idiot and, and yeah. And Trump's being framed. I'm like, this is not the Bobby Lee podcast. Did he say Trump's being framed? Oh, he, he, he alludes to it that, that, that this is all a conspiracy behind the scenes. Yes. He dips his toes into those waters too. He, he thinks that he's being, that all this is a setup to make sure we keep him out of uh, out of running for office, or industrial or he committed, or he com oh industrial political yeah yeah, or he committed ninety one different indictable offenses that we all watched and have proof of. There's that. Hold on, hold on. Let's get he could let's not get crazy. He, he could be innocent. <laughs> uh, 
the, the problem is, and this is the this is why I get so frustrated by these conversations because I think a lot of times we end up um, we end up the crazies got to get a hold of this stuff, and then they make it unattainable to have a conversation about it, right? And this happens on both sides, the left and the right do it. And then all of a sudden, like there are moments where I agree with Joe, <laughs> but he's going so far down the wormhole. You just like, I can't go that far down, Joe. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe you do have a couple of good points here, right? Like, should they, like I've, I've said it before, I think they mishandled COVID and the pandemic, the governments, they make mistakes. They do. But when you say that out loud, all of a sudden you get thrown into a camp. And, yeah. and the next thing you know, people are asking you if you if you're on your way to celebrate the reunion of the convoy. No, I just think it could have been handled better, right? We all do, and yeah. and that's a common sense approach. Like this weekend, speaking of the convoy, speaking of the dregs, speaking of people that need COVID. Like there's a certain group of people that are like, I, I need this in my life. I otherwise I have no identity. They had the convoy reunion this weekend in Ottawa. Apparently, there's one in February too. I didn't know that. Last weekend was the start of the convoy, two-year anniversary of it. They had and a like Coots eight, one in Alberta. Yeah, the yeah, Coots they, blockade, that, yeah. which is, let's celebrate that. Yeah. All you did yeah. is stop trade to Alberta. You For like idiots. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this was, this was just one clip that I saw from there this weekend. And keep in mind, you have convoy, convoy detractors and convoy supporters in this clip. They're almost in, indistinguishable. Like, you know, it's. None of them brush that's their a, teeth. That's None a of good. Them. That's a good point. Thank you. There's crazy on both sides here. Well, have a look at these people. They're, they the two two people in the front, two three people in the front are like anti-convoy people in Ottawa that went to that went to like push back against the mob. The mob, by the way, thirty people people showed up from across Canada this weekend. Thirty, maybe forty. Yeah. And then you've got. So I want you to notice the collection of teeth in this video too, Lockett. There is a connection to a lack of dental care, and there is. That's a, that's an interesting observation. Let's play this one more time. Pay special attention to the teeth. I hear meth is hard on your teeth. You're indistinguishable. The the left, the right, just the crazies. You know what it's like? You know when you go to the bathroom, you got to go boom, boom, do number two, right? And you're like, this is, I, I don't feel good. And you go to the bathroom, and it's a lot. Like, it's a ton. And afterwards, you're like, I feel better, but I feel kind of sick. You ever have one of those where you go to the bathroom after you're like, feel nauseous a little bit. I need to go lay down. And I have lay had, down. I have had poos where it felt like I'd just been for a down. run. Yeah. I gotta lay down. I don't feel good. That was bad for me somehow. I need to eat more roughage. And then you go lay down for a bit and you wake up, you have a little nap, you wake up, you feel a little bit better. You're like, oh okay. This is 
feel better. I had terrible bowel movement. And you go back into the bathroom and there's like remnants of what you did before that did not get all the way down the toilet. Like they didn't make it all the way down the hole. They didn't completely flush with the rest of that disgusting bowel movement. Yeah. That's this video. Those are the turd remnants That's from the bowel movement, which is the last three years of our lives. Those are just the turd remnants. It's all that's left, right? All that's left is like, are people who, if they don't have COVID in their lives, if they don't have what sits around COVID, conversations around COVID, vaccines and freedom and all the other bullshit, if they don't have the ancillary conversations and reasons to go somewhere and be with a group of people, they can't, in Joe Rogan's case, he can't make money like he's making money now. Those people have nowhere to go on weekends because they have no friends or family. Clearly, they don't have a dental appointment in their future, right? So it's like, man, this is purpose to these people, and it's purpose to Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan shit makes perfect sense to me. That's what I, I, I don't think that if Rogan took a break from this this sort of thing that he does, and it's not it's not all it's not it's not everything he does, right? He has other conversations on there. I just find that he seems to be, he seems to want to weave this leftist cult. We all got screwed. They made a mistake. Uh, they, he, he keeps wanting to squeeze it back into the conversation. Yeah. I don't think that it's the sole reason he makes money. I, I think he, if he let it go and, and tried to move on and just did good content, which he is very capable of. Mm-hmm. I think he could still make a lot of money. I don't think there, think there are some. Do you think his brain's fried and he can't get away from it? Or do you think he's just hanging I on think to so. the, I think the, so. the gray, the gray face supplement money? I I think that um, I think he's going to be fine no matter which direction he goes. I just I don't necessarily believe the narrative that there are situations, I think, where people end up focusing very, very hard. Like Tucker Carlson is an example of that. I don't think that Rogan is a Tucker Carlson. Um, Tucker lives off of the extreme point of view of the right, mm-hmm. right? And it's become it, it's become a uh, a source of income from him, for him, right? Especially while he's unemployed. Yeah. Like, so I think uh, there's there's examples of it where they jump into an ideology and then push it for clicks. And for which leads to to generating income for them, um, I, and there's examples of it on the left as well, where people push a narrative and and they get paid to do that. Um, I don't think Rogan is is that guy. I think he could live without it. I mean, um, and I he, and he didn't get there doing it either, Dean. I mean, he had success before COVID, and he had success during COVID and outside of it without this discussion. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of makes you wonder, right? Like I, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. You and I talk about it from time to time, but it makes you wonder. Like, makes you wonder what life was like before content, before the pandemic. Like, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, because you rarely hear people have conversations anymore that aren't in and around something to do with behaviors or science or cults or anything like that around this, like anything. And it and. And there's a certain group of people that really needs to hang on to the idea that they were right. 
right? Like a certain mm-hmm. group of people has to, like the people that we saw in that video screaming and losing their fucking minds. But like that's something different. That's mental illness. What 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 you were showing? Right. That's yeah. that's that's. And I'm not making fun of those people. I actually no. I think it's concerning. I think that's that's like I said. I think that might be math. That's those people live a hard life and and they're down downtrodden for a number of reasons and yeah. um and they found a community right like yeah that's what the older like. you get it's harder to make friends and there are a lot of old people with a lack of teeth there so i mean it's a double whammy there's a harder lot of there's a lot of teeth. people that aren't that old that look like they may be a lot older than they are yeah. in that group too yeah absolutely um yeah so that that that's that's different i the content conversation is interesting though because you and i have had we've negotiated these, these, these waters numerous times where we've talked about, are we pushing this agenda too hard? Are we hyper-focused on this? Are, are we, are we doing it justice? Should we open up the door to another, another, an an ideology? Should we bring somebody on from the convoy? Should we bring somebody on that believes that we should separate Alberta from the rest of the, like we have these conversations all the time. And at the end of the day, um, it's getting harder and harder to bring those alternative opinions into any arena of discussion like a podcast because people are so protective of what they've what their belief structure is. Like I said, you went on Twitter and said, anybody who went to the Tucker Carlson thing in Alberta, please come on the podcast. Yeah, not one. No one would like and I I'll be honest, I wouldn't trust you either. But then I did it on my own. And I did it with some people that I know that went and I was like, come on. And they were like, no. And I'm like, you don't trust me to have a reasonable conversation. And I know, I know that you would be very reasonable as well. You would treat them with respect and try to ask them questions to get a sense of why the hell they might go to that thing. Right. Legitimately. Like, why would you go to that? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you worried? Like what, what was actionable at the end of that? Was there some sort of a plan? Or did it just make you feel good because there was other people in the room that agreed with you? Like, like that was kind of my thought on it. Even if I agreed with that whole thing, what's, what's the plan? What do what you guys do? Why is Tucker here? Is he going to make some sort of significant change to the way we live our lives here in Canada? Absolutely not. Is he just going to suck some money out and go back home and continue to make fun of Canada without really exactly what he did without really knowing what it is that we do here and, and yeah. why this is one of the greatest countries in the world to live. It, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the content thing, I like, I think we can be informed by what's happening to Joe right now. Cause I think he's having a hard time letting it go for some reason. And like I, he's stuck. And if, stuck. listen, I'll tell you something in this business, there's um, you can get stuck in content. You can get stuck in this, like you can get in a loop where you're like, okay, that worked. That was a great it's conversation. Happened to me. We're going to talk about these things. And during COVID, I don't know if you remember this. I remember talking to you about it. It was like two years ago. I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore. We're stuck. Like, it's like, it. this is the only topic in the world. And so now I don't want to do any of it. And we brought it up today to have a conversation about it saying, hey, the rest of the world is moving on. Now I think that that content is like, like, and you see it all the time. I read an article yesterday that Russia, China, Iran uh, are working with other you know, conservative slash lobby groups to try to continually reintroduce COVID and vaccines and masks and the chastising of people on both sides for wearing them or not wearing them. And it's central. If they don't have that, it's not a central issue that everybody in every country can support 
that perspective in another country for, if you know what I mean. Like it's that one thing that globally everybody has some fucked up opinion on whether or not you're on one side of it or the other. So generally speaking, most of the information that goes around to keep you still in the game, the COVID game, the vaccine game, the arguing game, all that bullshit, because the science is settled. The people that want to keep you in that game are the same people who wanted to beat the shit out of you in Ottawa. The same people who have something to gain from it that that have like weekend activities planned around it, whether they be protests or they've got commerce tied to it. T-shirts showing up to rallies, um, you know, dirt pills, hydrochloroquine, all that. You know, stuff. Uh, honestly, though, it could just be purpose. It could give them something right. How like sad is that? That is sad. It is. Sad. The thing is, I think the one thing that I that I'm upset about is our lack of ability to recognize when we're being manipulated. And we are all to a certain extent being manipulated by the information that we consume. And 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 unfortunately, both sides think that the other side has its head up its ass. Yeah. And then what we do, we do a really good job of telling the other side, you got your head up your ass. You clearly don't know what's, you're, you're an idiot. Yeah. Right. I'm the wait, one that wait, knows. Wait, the wait real till truth. you find out. Wait till you find out. What and do the, you see? And the irony of it see? is it's, it's happening. Both sides are, they're doing it. Everyone's doing it. And, and, and then it's just keeping us apart and not communicating properly. And it's not you know, getting Taylor better. Swift is so tough. I don't know why she didn't fix this problem too. Well, should have had her advocate for vaccines or not solve the whole problem. I, I think she Taylor did, Swift. didn't she, at one point? I know Travis did. You're Travis, a spokesperson yeah. for Pfizer. Yeah, he had like a whole commercial shoot where he was like, look at my arm. I got two. And then Aaron Rodgers made fun of him. <laughs> and then Aaron <laughs> Rodgers promptly got absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Anyway, get out of the conversation. Anyway. No one's talking about COVID anymore. Well, I. I Nobody. Like nobody, yes. nobody. Like how many, how many, how many Christmas parties you go to? Five. Anybody talk about it? Not one. Not one. I went to Christmas. one Christmas party. I don't get it invited to a lot of parties. It's because you're vaccinated. Keep, you know, keep your circles tight, everyone. Heads up. Lachlan's got spike proteins. He can't come to the Christmas party. Probably kill your dog if I hang out with it. Thanks for doing this, dude. Great to see you. Yeah, that was a good one. I want to talk about love on the spectrum on Wednesday. It's my favorite new TV show. Okay, I've never watched it, so I don't know much about shit. Where is it? Is it on Netflix or something? Yeah, Netflix. Love on the Spectrum. Love on the Spectrum. spectrum. You had to write that down. I won't remember as soon as we get off here. That's unreal. As soon as I crack a beer, I'll probably forget that I have to watch that. Love on the Spectrum. I don't like these shows. I don't like... I don't. You like don't like the, dating shows? Ah, no. I hate them all. I don't watch a lot of these reality people all TV. have autism. Everybody in the show has autism. They're on the Spectrum. That's why it's called Love on the Spectrum. And there's a huge fight right now, by the way, over. <clears throat> the, is this an American one? Because I. Yeah. 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 Does the they have like pauses they use and some of the language that they use in these shows? Like they show the beauty of relationships, people with adults with autism looking for love, lonely for like their whole life, 30 years, blah, 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 blah. And they're so cute. But they'll do stuff like this. Introduce a new character. Let's say David is the new character. They'll say, this is David. He's 24. He likes coloring and being in a car wash. And then there's like this silence for three seconds where you're like, are they mocking him? <laughs> then they move on. Then they'll introduce a new character. This is Sasha. She likes baking and 
feeling crunchy leaves in her hands. And then those close up all on her. Good things. All this, this is all a, mockery. That's an afternoon for me. So I want to talk about this show next time we talk because there's this huge fight okay, now I'll, as to whether or not the show is about it. mocking people with autism or it's about, you know, documenting the dating journey of people with autism. I've and never there are some it. there are some people on that show that I would just assume would be not able bodied enough to be on the show where it's like, oh, how's this going to go? Like almost nonverbal where you're like, hmm, oh, this is going to go where you're like, I, I'm like, cause that's, that's what I'm arguing with right now. Cause I love the show so much. I'm like, did I watch it because I laughed or did I watch it because it was, it was endearing. I can't figure I, it I out. I haven't heard that's people fight. talk oh. about the fact that they think they're mocking them. Oh. Uh, that's never come up. Huge. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Love on the spectrum. There's a huge like range because you and I worked in, 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 in this, in this world, we were camp counselors. Like you and I oddly have that in common. I worked at the clay castle in Castlegar, BC when I was going to school Uh and there was one, there was one dude there and I, and I, I, uh, I took him out to do lawn care. Like, um, and they were fantastic. It was one of the funniest summers of my life, right? I have like a hundred stories about working at the clay castle with these adults that were in this home and I, I would get them going in the morning and it, it was crazy. It was, it was absolutely insane. I had a van with all the tools in it. We'd load in and we'd go. And, um, half the time they would just, we just go to McDonald's, right. Mm-hmm. And have fast food. Um, we didn't get a lot of work done that summer. They loved me and there was one that they'd let me work with, but they were so cautious about it because he, he had a violent streak yeah. and every once in a while he'd like beat the hell out of somebody. Right. Because he, um, he didn't know how to control himself, but sure. for whatever reason, um, he was fine around me. Right. And they were like, he really likes you. It, you it's because I, they were like, I think it's cause you're so animated. So he's fascinated by how loud you are. I'm like, all right, well, whatever works, he's not going to kill me, is he? Well, no, just don't turn your back to him. <laughs> and he totally. wasn't allowed out of the van when we went to McDonald's and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> get a violent streak. Day one, you got the job lock. Is this guy violent? Yeah. Just, you'll be fine. Just don't turn your back to him. Ever. Yeah. 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 Keep him in yeah. front of you at all times. That's all you got to do. And there was another thing too. They could never have pop for some reason. It was always like, and then no pop. Don't sugar. give them sugar. Sure. They go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Love on the spectrum. That'll be Wednesday as well as a few other things. Good to see Betty you. Betty too across. had a real shine right. on for me. Thank yeah. You. All right. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Dry hump me a couple of times. All right. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> Talk to you later. Dry on that note. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll try to watch the show. No guarantees. All right, talk to you. <laughs> Dry humped me a couple of times. That's nice. Yeah, that's it for us. Have a great day, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Don't forget, uh, tip your waiter. You have one. Also brought to you by our friends at Cantork. Thanks, Colin, and everybody at Cantork for making this possible. They make rugged, hardworking torque wrenches. Go to their website, cantork.com. Do it today. Uh, you can check out all their solutions that they have, whether it's the CT series, the battery series, the RT series, these are torque wrenches, and they are the best in the world at making torque wrenches for your bolting solution. They do it for industry, heavy industry all over the world, from uh, forestry, to steel industry, nuclear industry, 
Dude, they do these boring tunnel machines. They're the only people that can make a tool hard enough to get a torque solution, a literal torque wrench, hard enough to be able to do boring machine. You know the ones that cut tunnels? Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. Uh, and they're the best in the world at it, proudly Canadian out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Go to cantorque.com today if you're looking for tool rentals, calibration services, repairs, custom fabrication, or distribution opportunities. Cantorque offers you a complete range of services, products to make your one-stop destination, all your bolting needs, saving you time, effort, and hassle. Check them out today. Go to cantorque.com, spiffy new website. You can check out all their applications. They've got a gallery, in-use purpose, everything. Uh, and Colin's a beauty. He's on the podcast tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Also, we're brought to you by Muse Massage Spa, Body Rub Parlor. Go to musemassagespa.com for more details. Again, musemassagespa.com for more details. But it's their podcast you got to listen to. Riley, so good on her podcast. So is Em. Emily from Muse. Check her out. Go to the Muse on the Mic podcast anywhere you get your fine podcasts uh, and download it. They're sexologists. They're educators. They'll teach you how to, you know, do things. They're also advocates for sex workers and people in the sex industry, and they've got a massive network of people. Uh, so make sure you touch uh, base with these lovely young entrepreneurs today. If you're looking to become a muse, go to musemassagespa.com. If you're looking to download their podcast, Muse Massage Spa has one. It's called Muse on the Mic, and they've got a Patreon podcast where they get very greasy. Um, and you can subscribe to that as well, musemassagespa.com. And we're brought to you by Gitch, Canada's number one Luxury boxer briefs, pouch in the front for your stuff, engineered for any level of performance. Uh, and if you buy three, you can get one free right now if you use promo code GITCH3 when you check out. They're made for every level of performance. You'll love these underwear. I swear to God, barely their fabric, super soft, moisture wicking. Uh, so it removes all the stuff that causes anything that is untoward. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, they're sanitary. They're movable, they're breathable, and they're great for everything. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be running a marathon. You could be sitting on the couch. They've got a great waistband. And right now, if you want to buy three, you can get one for free with promo code GITCH3. Give them 15% off at your checkout. You'll get an additional 15% off your entire purchase. Save some money. Buy some great underwear. Go to edsfineimports.com. Order his GITCH with promo code GITCH3, and you're all set, friends. That's it for us. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for being part of the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, congratulations. So sick of the fucking Chiefs. So sick of the Chiefs. Anyway, congratulations. Chiefs, Niners. I uh, can't bet against the Chiefs. It's not possible. So if you're looking for betting advice, I know that's why anybody come here. Don't 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 take the Niners. Don't even take them to cover. Don't even bother. Not gonna happen. Anyway, have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye. Did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.